I was recently asked on another podcast about balancing family, life, business, and also just having fun and being creative and taking time off. Well, I have to check myself on this quite a bit. It's hard. I don't do it perfectly by any means, but there's something that I've been practicing lately and it's helped me a lot. And I wanted to share with you this little technique today. It involves going on a date and a well. Yeah, just might make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, what is going on? My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. If you're new here, it's what it sounds like. We look at fun, quirky, outside-of-the-box ways to make your mental health journey more fun, more enjoyable. So if that's your jam, I invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to this. And if you haven't done so yet, leave us an honest review like Jim James 1983 that says such an amazing podcast. I have listened to every episode in a massive binge session and I truly love this podcast. I'm excited to hear the next ones. I am a fan for life. Well, dang, Jim James, super glad that you enjoy it. I love producing it and I'm just super grateful for you. Thank you for taking the time to leave us that honest review. Let's go ahead and get into this, y'all. So what am I talking about? Dates, wells, and yes, when I'm saying wells, I'm saying well, like W-E-L-L, okay? I know the accent's probably a little bit hard. My husband makes fun of me because I he doesn't understand a lot of the words that I say, so I'm trying to be more deliberate with it. But yeah, a well, like a well that you get water from. I was a guest on this podcast and then, you know, they were talking about balancing everything and taking time off. And that's not always been my strong suit. A, I really love to work. I really love what I do. And B, it, it's it's sometimes there's a lot of pressure, right? You want to make progress. You want to climb that ladder, whatever ladder you're climbing. And you feel like if you take time off, if you rest, if you relax, if you do one of these stuff, you'll fall behind somehow. So this is the way that I've been able to reframe it in my mind. So I'm speaking to you really ambitious type A people out there. Some people don't mind. They like, they struggle getting off the couch and doing stuff. <laughs> but some people, you know, it's, it's kind of opposite. And so what I told this podcast host was that I've had to reframe it to understanding about, I have to refill my well. Do you see how intentional I am pronouncing all that? Refill my well through a variety of techniques, one of which is called artist dates. Now, if you have not heard of an artist date, you might be like, well, I'm not a nurse. Well, I promise you this is going to apply to you in your mental health journey. Artist Dates uh, comes from a book called The Artist Way from Julia Cameron. Julia Cameron is a teacher, author, see, author, <laughs> author, <laughs> there you go, artist, poet, playwright, novelist. I'm reading this from her Wikipedia. Filmmaker, get this. She's a pigeon fancier. I had to look that up. Uh, just to warn you, there will be an episode coming up soon about pigeon fancying because that sounds amazing. Composer, journalist, et cetera, et cetera. But she's most known for her book called The Artist's Way, which was her attempt back in the day to help artists, creatives become unlocked, right? So 
or unblocked, I think is what she said. So, you know, maybe you have this creative gift, or this creative nudge or just a desire, but you feel blocked somehow just, you know, through life, maybe getting busy, whatever it may be. So she wrote this book, this manual that helped creatives kind of tap back into that side of themselves through a variety of practices. Well, you know, you know what hit the fan when that book came out. People loved it. It started changing lives. And now she's super famous. And I've read the book like 14 times. But anyways, the very first part of this book, it introduced two different practices. And I'm just going to touch on one today. It's Friday. If you're listening to this when this comes out, and I wanted to do this right before the weekend, because this is a great time to participate in an artist date. And again, I don't want you to get too hung up on the idea of it being artist date, because as we've talked about in this show, being creative, allowing time for play is so good for your mental health. And we have to learn how to detach from what that looks like. And I, I, I have the hardest time with that because when I create something, I want it to be, you know, I want to show it to somebody. I want to present it. I want it to sell it. I want to do something with it. And sometimes it's very hard to just create something for the sake of creating because we know it's good for our mental health. You can go back to some of our older episodes. We've talked about this extensively, play and creativity. There's so much research that backs it up. But as grownups, we kind of have to put ourselves in a position where we're like, okay, I'm going to go be creative. I'm going to allow space for this. And that goes back to my analogy of a well, because when you sit down at your laptop to work, when you are facing a problem in your business, when you're facing a problem in your relationship, or just feel like you've come to this block, we've got to be able to pull from something, something within us. Maybe you don't have a creative business or aren't, a, you know, consider yourself to be one, but there's so much creativity, I guarantee you, in whatever you are doing today. And sometimes, I don't know if you've ever felt in that empty place. I know I have, where you're like, I have nothing left to give. And so periodic times of refilling that well. So when we come to those roadblocks, when we're, we feel creatively stuck with our problem, whatever it may be, we have something to pull from, or at least, you know, earn a little bit of a healthier place to deal with it. So that's how I've been able to reframe taking time out is understanding that I'm refilling a well that I'm constantly having to pull from taking time off makes me better at my work. It makes me better at what I care about. So an artist date, what that is, is it's exactly what it sounds like. You're taking your inner artist on a date. Did you know there's a little artist in you? You can call him whatever you want to. Him, her. I never even thought about naming my inner artist. That's kind of a fun idea. <laughs> but here's the official definition of an artist date from JuliaCameronLive.com. It says the artist date is a once weekly festive. I love that she put festive solo expedition to explore something that interests you. An artist date need not to be overly artistic. Think mischief more than majesty. Get in some trouble. Artist dates fire up the imagination. They spark whimsy. They encourage play. Since art is about the play of ideas, they feed our creative work by replenishing our inner well of images and inspiration. <gasps> she said inner well. I didn't even know she said that. That's what I just said to you. See? I told you I was onto something. It's probably just because I read the book too many times. Anyway, when choosing an artist date, it is good to ask yourself. I love this. Y'all listen. When choosing an artist date, it is good to ask yourself, what sounds fun? And then allow yourself to try it. When's the last time you did that? Honestly, what sounds fun? And then allow yourself to try it. 
I was watching a video with Julia Cameron and she calls this wooing your consciousness, which sounds pretty cool. And she says that people are really reluctant for this. There's a lot of great resistance around taking time off and doing this, going out once a week, asking yourself what sounds fun and just allowing yourself to participate in it. Here's the kicker. You have to do it by yourself. Can't bring your kids. Can't bring Uncle John. You can't bring Aunt Margaret. You can't bring nobody. And that includes, I'm going to stretch this a little further, not engaging on your cell phone. Because guess what? You're, you know, electronically bringing people with you. You know, you're cheating on that. Now, I'm not, you know, listen, I struggle with that too. But actually like detaching from conversation, whether it be physically or electronically or whatever, and allowing yourself to do something fun for you. Now, that's kind of hard, I know, A, because there's a lot of resistance. Oh, I don't got time to do this, blah, 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 blah. But again, if you reframe it to understanding that you're preparing yourself to be better this next week, right? More creative this next week, better energy this next week, a better performer this next week. You're literally feeding your soul like we feed our bodies, right? So here are a few ideas for you. And I'll let you go on to your weekend, get on with your artist date. Uh, but I randomly found this. I don't know how I found it. Uh, TheAdventureChallenge.com. It looks like they really cater towards couples, but there is a tab on there that says solo if you want to go on a solo adventure. And they send you a book and you scratch off a challenge. And it's something fun that you can do. It's, it's kind of cool. It's a little scratch off book, but that's uh, TheAdventureChallenge.com. Also on Instagram, there's a lot of people who it's like a community of bucket list people, which I think is pretty cool. And they're always reviewing things and doing fun stuff. Um, Megan Starbuck, you remember that girl who hung upside down um, in one of our previous episodes? She has an adventure podcast. There's so many little communities and so much ideas. But I started kind of feeling overwhelmed. I started seeing all this and my type A achiever person started coming out. And I was reminded, and I'll leave you with this, of a, a quote from Sean West mentioned him in the last episode, but listened to all his stuff lately, that I really liked. And I, I wanted to share it with you as, as we kind of wrap this up. Um, You know, even in our pursuit to be creative and have fun and play and all that, we can kind of make that into a job description and make that stressful or, you know, wishing do I pick and blah, blah, blah. But Sean West said this. He said, choice is the arc enemy of creativity. Choice is the arc enemy of creativity. So maybe, perhaps, you can go on these great expeditions and look up all the stuff on Instagram and try these different things and all that. That's awesome. Maybe you're in that space. But maybe you could try something very simple and just ask yourself, put some confines in it, put some limits on it and say, okay, what could I do with my camera that's fun this weekend? And just limit yourself to that. Or I'm going to go downtown and do one fun, pick one fun thing down there, go down there and just pick something and, and do that. Confining it, limiting your choice might help with a little bit of the overwhelm. It might help with your creativity too. Choice is the arc enemy of creativity. So I hope, I hope that this encourages you to take some time, go on an artist date, go by yourself, allow, like Julia Cameron says, ask yourself what sounds fun and allow yourself to try it. Again, I know this is hard for people who are very busy and have a lot going on. Trust me, I get it. But anytime I do this, anytime I do this, it, the work gets done and I'm in a better mood. My mental health is better. So listen, y'all, whether it is singing in the shower, 
doing a Zen swing or going on an artist date. I hope, I hope that you take some time for yourself today, my friend, and make that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.